This is the Ring of Honor, aka Shane T, boy, the baddest champion you ever seen, boy. This is Mister Anderson. This is good old Jr. Jim Ross, and you are listening. You're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. Starts now. Ooh, what up, no? It is another Thursday. This is knockouts and three counts, and I mean, it sounds like the body count's going to start rising come this Saturday. So I thought, who better to talk about body counts than the man behind booking the body counts? And I mean, Dmac knows something about a few body counts, so I mean. How do how better to get ready for a body count battle, man? We've got Darren McCarty and Chris Kolenberg from RPW. How you guys doing, man? Good. Well, hey, it's amazing. What a great intro you guys have. And it's amazing that you all can still configure this and produce what it is, because now I know you all individually, personally. And it's amazing. So shout out. And it's great to be here with you guys. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having us on. Appreciate it. No. Glad to have you, man. Glad to oh, have yeah, you, man. Hey, man, like I said, I mean, RPW has been one of the ones that I've talked about through the pandemic. Hey, yo, Cody, we'll have to uh, talk a little bit about Cody. Shout out to Cody, the newest sponsor of the show. Caudill's Lawn Service and Snow Removal. Shout them out. Like I said, you need to get your lawn cut and get it looking nice for the uh, spring and summer and all that shit. Cody's your man. Hit him up. I will have the links to that in the description. What up, Donald? What, look at there. What's happening, got Donald? Kathy checking in from Florida. What up, gangsta? I appreciate oh, yeah. you. Shout out to Twisted Tumblers. Man, everybody's oh, yeah. coming in to see D-Mac and Chris Kohlenberg. We're off to a hot start. Uh, shout out myself to Donald Holland. Uh, that guy is one of the true Gs of the Michigan wrestling scene. Facts. He really represents what we do and what everyone else is doing and the boys out here. So he gets a lot of love from us at RPW. Listen, it's a well-known fact that that I am the the sperm donor for said lovable psychopath, Tommy <laughs> Vendetta, but Donald Holland is also a surrogate father. So uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. So shout out to my boy, D. Holland, to his boys, his wife, Jen, for all that they do. But, man, this, this kid's getting – now that he's come back, this kid's tough to – Tough to raise, but we're not talking about that idiot right now. But we're talking about Donnie. Great job what you're doing. Keep keep getting those Legos, boys. Hey, man. I, I like it. Like I said, Donald uh, Donald's a big supporter of our show, always showing love and, uh, you know, checking us out every week. So, like I said, nothing but uh, good things for Donald. Like I said, you bought me a beer at the last show I was at. I will buy you a beer at the body count battle. But, you know, you brought up Tommy Vendetta, and I guess that's as good a place as any to talk about, uh, DMAC. What is it with you and Tommy Vendetta? What is it that you see in Tommy <laughs> Vendetta that's got you, you know? Well, it's not. It, dude, 23 and me screwed me. Because then I get this knock <laughs> on my door, and there's this, like, kid, and he's not a kid. I mean, he's, he's bleeding all over and stuff like this. And I'm like, can I help you? And he shows me, and I'm like, what's up with you? And he's like, hey. <laughs> uh, I'm like, all right, well. And then I went, and I had to get the test done, and then met with his mom. And, and, and so the whole thing, we're all good as far as the parental units and stuff like this. But, you know, it, it, it explains a lot of things. The kid's on the rise, um, doing a lot of great stuff. But I guess since I wasn't there for the formative years of his life, I'll try to be there um, for him as he makes his quest of getting the living shit kicked out of him every time he enters the match <laughs> with a smile on his face. Because here's the conversation we had. Who am I? to say if this is what you want to do and you love doing it to stand in your way i'll just get behind you and support you so i don't agree with it sometimes <laughs> i slip uh the other guys a few extra dollars to give them an extra beating but that's all parental love <laughs> so we got a good thing going he's got you mentioned but it's the same thing with all the death threat army guys if you mentioned isaiah Bronner earlier 
he's he, he's another one that's my seven mile assassin so listen if if i'm gonna be hanging around and you know that i do i gotta have affiliations certain places but tommy he's just a piece of work and we're just trying not to have him kill himself or at least if he does we'll be there for it that's all <laughs> so in other words mccarty's trying to tell you that he's dta affiliated in case you were trying to figure it out Darryl oh yeah McCarty and everybody DTA affiliated, affiliated in this like <laughs> look at right, like look at look at this this is what he deserves yeah like chris the, and this is the the great thing about this body count at harpo's on saturday night at everybody i'm so stoked to watch it i hope the sada screws and living shit out of tom you know what I mean? And then Eric Ryan hits him with a whole bunch of tubes. I've seen John Wayne Murdoch, you know, brain bust him through so many chairs and whack him over the head. The kid, and I'm only saying this not because I hate him, because I love him because that's what he wants. So who am I to not be there and, and watch and share his enjoyment? I mean, just like the rest of us. So I think that's the main event, a four-way death match. What Chris, the, the Circle Six guys, and those piece underground have put together. You guys know me. I'm just a huge fan. I'll say this, man. You know, when he says that he loves this shit and he's a lovable psychopath, like it's it's no joke. Like after a match, you see him backstage, he's bleeding buckets with a smile on his face. Like, how was it, man? It, Yo, it's, going, it's going around the good? Twitter world that he's the well known underdog in this four way match. But if we see him pull off what I guess would be one of the bigger upsets, of the year and of his career. Hey, that's saying something about that kid, dude. That kid knows what he's doing and he ain't no joke, dude. So mad props to Tommy Vendetta. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, it's the old adage. I think more so my experience personally, from what I watch it half the time, it's not, it doesn't even matter. Like it does matter who wins, but so many guys go over. In matches, if you tell me, I'll remember the match, and then it's like, okay, I got to think who won. You know, like a lot of times, the greatest matches, and I think that that's a, a great tribute to the men and women that put their bodies on the line and bleed for all of us, that there's that appreciation there. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's the whole, like, that's something that if, here's my goal. And this is the reason that the, the Darren McCarty brand has been behind RPW and thing and other wrestling promotions, but things to bring the biggest to help try to bring some of the biggest stars that I love, right, and, and admire from watching not only as people, but people I would like to meet and I like to be around because of their passion. And here's the thing is too is that you know when you're around these guys and girls. And you see this, this isn't, they're not punching in and punching out. They live this. So, so I think the compassion of us, especially in, in Detroit, in the Michigan area, when I can have, like, if I'm going to have some sort of influence, listen, Steve Eisenman is doing a heck of a job with the Red Wings, right? I personally want to be the cannabis guy in Michigan and the wrestling guy just to look, not because I want to be a promoter. Don't get it twisted. That's Chris's job. That's other people. I do not want that. I want to support the wrestler, the wrestlers and the fans and bring that all together. And I think that to Chris's, to Chris's benefit, and I know that through the guidance of like Danny and ICW, Danny DeMotto, for both Chris and I, that we're trying to put the, something together for this area. And it's all about everybody that wants to be a part of it or doesn't even know yet to be a part of it. I'm late later to the party than most people. This is the gift of COVID to me. Death wretch wrestling and the love of it. You know, the worst part is, you know, I had I, the worst part is, you know, I got another kid, Tommy Vendetta, but he's a death match wrestler. So how bad is that? So <laughs> it all works out in the end, boys. <laughs> he's a bad, bad dude. I'll tell you that. Well, yeah, you bring up ICW, and that was something I wanted to bring up. You know, Corey, we were talking about what we were going to do for 4th of July. You know, I've been paying attention to what ICW has been posted on their social media, and I saw something about you and Danny DeMano 
are getting ready to do a smoke out Fourth of July weekend in maybe Michigan. So uh, tell well, me a little bit about that. I'll let, I'll let Chris. Chris, you might want to crack him in on that. I'll let yeah. you lead him in. Do it up. So uh, that's actually going to be part of the Deathmatch Circus. We're bringing it back to Michigan. It'll be us and ICW again like we did last year. Uh, different location this time. Uh, much more property, much more places to camp. <clears throat> We're doing it a much larger scope, but the smokeout session will be part of that. But there'll also be, it starts Friday, there'll be the, the No Holds Barred, there'll be Pit Fighter, and then the smoke session after that, camp out. You know, we have a bunch of other stuff planned we can't announce yet. Saturday, we, we kick it off with us at 3 p.m. There's going to be a pig roast going on, freak shows, all kinds of shit. Um, and then uh, Daniel come back with no holds barred after that. Uh, so we're bringing the circus back to, to, to Michigan, where hopefully it will be its new home. And don't forget, Mike. My- favorite part at noon on saturday is when ryan and tim and all the deathmatch guys neil diamond cutter they spend a few hours and explain you know if you come and learn how to make the weapons or if you're you know somebody getting into it or they explain how the safety of it and you know like a, a simple thing that i think is important because you know you got to remember we're trying to make it look as much as we want to kill each other, but yet have to protect each other with weapons that can kill each other, right? So the little things from from wood, like you see uh, toothpicks and styrofoam sometimes, well, that's bad, I learned, because you don't want that stuff, right? You know, like there's this certain things you don't want to get hit with wood because what could happen? You could get an infection. So little things like that that you can learn. Also, too, Chris, uh, I was not brought in for the for last year's circus, so I did not know about where it was held beforehand. I do know this year where it is held, and it has the DMAX seal of approval. It's a great spot. It's where the RPW is held. It's outdoors. The, the club that's there is phenomenal. So everybody that has my seal of approval that it's going to be a phenomenal weekend for everybody who wants to camp out, and I will be there all weekend. So I'll, I'll, I'll say this as well. You know, uh, there's plenty of property here, and the uh, the people that run the place are very, very good people, but they'll also let us have the fun we want to have. You know, um, they, they take Absolutely. great care of us at RPW. Um, D-Mac can attest to it. He knows all of them personally. Um, they, they take good care of us there, and it's going to be a great time. Uh, we have a lot of stuff that's not announced, uh, uh, planned, but those those will be coming in the next coming weeks. Uh, we're gonna start. I'm gonna start rolling out matches. Daniel's already starting to roll out matches. I just didn't want to roll over the body count battle. So once the body counts out of the way, we'll we'll start rolling out what we're doing on our end. But I'll tell you what, it's gonna be an international affair. There's gonna be there's gonna be wrestlers from out of the country and more than one. It sounds like we got some summer camping to do, boys, huh? You think? I was about to say, I mean, J-Bone's getting ready to take his first trip with us out to Vegas uh, later this month when we go out to Double or Nothing and go check out Gringo Loco and them out there. I mean, it sounds like, you know, the Deathmatch Circus, we got to at least make it to one of the two days there, you know? Let, so, let yeah. me add this. It was so important that we bring this to people's attention because it is the weekend, because I believe it's going to be that big of a banger weekend that people need to know to supersede what's coming up us talking. We can get back to talking body count now, but we want to put that out there to mm-hmm. what's going on because this is something that that I have been brought in on, and I am super stoked for the whole weekend of it, and anybody who wants to come out, this will be a banger. And I'm not even talking about the matches. I don't even I, know about that stuff. I'm talking about the camaraderie, the events. Yeah. All the goodies I'm bringing. That, Let's that, go. That's, that's one of the things where uh, Danny and I and uh, Aaron are striving for this year is to have it be more than just wrestling matches, be a, a community event where in between everyone's talking and doing stuff and there's little activities and things where it feels like a perpetual fun time for everybody to get to know each other and like a great community building thing. Because one of the things that Danny and I and – no peace in circle six and all these guys that we're working with are trying to do is build a wrestling community and build each other up. 
And we think that that's the way to, to, to build the scene better for everybody. You know, that's how you get more guys out there. You know, uh, yeah. you know, uh, that's how guys like Tommy Vendetta started showing up in, in ICW or things like that. You know, you got, you got to give each other the platform. And, and once people give each other the platform, everyone shines. And that's literally what we're trying to do. We're trying to, to shine each other up and be like, hey, you have maybe haven't seen this guy check his shit out because we know you like this shit, you know, and if you like this, you'll definitely like that. So when you come out, I mean, it's not just going to be wrestling. It's going to be a weekend of badass wrestling, but it's also going to be a lot of other great shit to do. I mean, there's, you're not going to get bored. You're, you're probably going to, you're probably going to be crawling to your tent before the festivities are even over because there's going to be so much. <laughs> so is it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or just Friday, Saturday? The event is Friday, Saturday, but you can camp out to Sunday. So, you know, we, we don't want people driving. We want people having a good time, you know, and not taking any any uh, uh, unnecessary, you know, uh, 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 dangers or anything, getting in their car if they've maybe been drinking or whatever. So the, we're welcome to, to pop a tent all the way till Sunday and get up when you get up and take on off when you feel like it. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be a very intensely wrestled but very casually fun weekend so i don't know that i'll be able to be there both days because i work at the post office and they think that i'm supposed to live there but uh i definitely can at least guarantee you that i'll be at one of the days now Corey, i know you're not the biggest wrestling guy man but i mean i don't know it sounds like a pretty fucking good time to we're me. going camping man let's go it does sound like a damn good time i ain't gonna lie uh, hey one I thing i want to touch on you guys both said it man Darren, you said, you know, camaraderie, camaraderie, you said community, man. It's so cool to have those two words in the same kind of sentence as professional and independent wrestling, wrestling, bringing yeah. people together. Like you said, man, as a community, it's so cool to have people with the same passion, the same likes, all just to hang out and shoot the shit over the same fucking interest. You know what I mean? That's, I think that's very cool. Very cool. I thing for you I guys. think a lot of the problem sometimes is is that everyone tries to outdo each other and if you get out of that mindset and you try to help each other and, you, and you're like hey I'll make this guy look good and he'll look even better on your show you know it's mm -hmm. it's yeah. it's a way we all look good together everybody like that's my lives, main yeah. goal for a while now is just show off what we got here but show it off with the highest level talent I can get my hands on. That's why you see guys like Tommy Vendetta and with guys like Masada, you know, that's why you see these people, you know, like, like getting in the ring together. There, there's no reason they shouldn't be wrestling each other. It's just that maybe you haven't seen them yet. Yeah. And maybe when they do wrestle each other, you're going to be like, okay, fuck. I should have been watching them for a while now. <laughs> and see, and that's the thing too. Like, there's uh that match has been one of the biggest ones that's been talked about masada i've heard about a ton i've never seen him in person so this fatal four-way is definitely one of the most talked about matches going into uh body count you know i mean we know you know darren just wants to see tommy get fucked up but does anybody well, else no he wants to see masada don't let him fucking fool you oh, yeah. <laughs> listen don't think it's it's just so that i can get close enough but like far enough away from Masada to like fanboy, you know, mark out on him, but like it not be uncomfortable because I'm like supposed to be there. Because don't get it <laughs> twisted. That's like like Masada and then Chris and I talked about it about like guys that I watched getting into it, just like the style. He reminds me of a cross between like Thor and Opie from Sons of Anarchy. Mm -hmm. Like he's just like there's there's this certain guys have it. And you know what? Like, and, and a lot, and Chris knows this too. A lot in the way is like Atticus and not because they both use skewers, but the mystique about them that they carried. So I'm thinking myself, I, I can't be the only one that loves this stuff that would love to see Masada in Michigan or see him live. Right. Like there's just, a, and it's, and he's like, and, it, and it's sort of to deathmatch. He's like the Randy Orton, right? Because there's no, like, there's that methodical movement. And then there's, like, the quick movement if he needs to. But there's so much that I've, I'm a huge fan. And to your point, no, I haven't seen him live. So 
another reason. And plus, see, Andy I Roach. can throw to Tommy in. What's that? I'm sorry, Andy Roach uh, 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 commented in real quick. Is this the first time Assad has been to Michigan? And I had to hit him back with a yes, it is. Yeah. Nice. Hey, Andy, checking us out on YouTube. Everybody that's new that's checking us out, make sure you hit that subscribe button. It really helps the show and all that good stuff. But um, I didn't mean to cut you off, D-Mac, but I had to oh, hit him. Oh, no, no, you're good. I know, it's a joke. So, listen, so that I can throw Tommy in is like, you know, it's sort of like Lamb of the Slaughters. It's like my, it's 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 a donation. Here you go. Have fun with him. You know, I'm such a fan. Play with my kid. There it is. Let's see it <laughs> works poor out. Guy, man. Poor Tommy, dude. Hey, I'm, 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 like I'm with Tommy. Have you not listened? We're I'm giving Tommy everything he wants. I'm with he Donald. loves this shit. I'm with Donald. And, 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 and Tommy pulls the off the I got so, Neil Diamond Potter in my ear all the time, so that's where this sadism comes in. Because he's always, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Because he's, he's one of my favorites also, so. Oh, yeah, man. I'm pulling for Hell Tommy. Hell yeah, Cody. Cody says be he's been a uh, lifelong fan of D-Mac. Appreciate I just was going through my tweeter, and uh, I saw the king, Eric Ryan, said he might even put the American Death Match championship that. up. That's, he like, like, we haven't even talked about him. Or, or, or the Duke. Yeah, I mean, these, dude. these two guys are just, like, I mean, when the Duke's music hits, the Dukes and Satu Jin's sugar, dude, when they hit, I'm bopping, bro. Like, you know, it's coming. Like, I love the rejects, bro. Let me, I mean, let I me just love it. It's crazy. What a poor man. What a poor man. On you guys. You might be hearing that Satu music sooner than you think. Oh, boy. Ooh. Oh, boy. Here we go. Hey, man, I, I like this shit. It's getting me ready for Saturday. Like I said, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting pumped about this right now, dude. I'm ready to go. Let's go, man. So, you guys even talked about the other parts I'll be of the there. card. I'm going to be there. I'll be there on Saturday. Well, that's what I was going to get. That's what I was going to get to. There's a couple matches that jump out off the card to me. Somebody that we've been talking about a lot here on the show. And when Devin was with me in Texas, he was just enamored by his name in and of itself. Um, Whitfoot? Yes. Yes, he knew where I was oh, going. Hood is it's real it's deal, bro. Perro, right? Uh, he is wrestling Perro for the. Those uh, are two big sum matches. Wow, put that there. And Hood that versus Perro is going to be a fucking is going to be a war. That's all I'm going to all I'm going to say. I've seen Hoodfoot now both times we've been. Uh, GCW's been here. I saw him in Texas. I think he was even in the uh it may he may not have been on the card when we were in Chicago. But literally every what? time I've seen this dude on a card, we've ended up like shit. That guy has ended up like been one of the things that stuck out on the card. So all I'm gonna say, Corey, is you know, since you're a little bit newer to the indie scene and all those things, that match is just gonna be two big dudes that beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, well, I'm well familiar with Hoodfoot up to this point. I mean, we've seen him what in person now two, three times. So, just that alone, I know his matches usually live up to uh, expectations. So, don't. He's a good bleeder, bro. He's a good bleeder. Yeah, he is. He's a good bleeder. (laughs) The crazy thing about him is, uh, you know, I've had him on a bunch of shows, but uh, like at our Cold Blooded show in January, he took one bundle. That was it. And his back exploded. That dude bleeds like crazy no matter what. And, you know, before that, MM3 and Neil Diamond Cutter were rolling around in wire. They went through, like, 60 light tubes and all that. Half as bloody as Hoodfoot for half for one bundle. Like, the, I don't know what it is, but that boy gets good juice, man. The, yeah. the, the cost to blood ratio is real valuable with him. Is that what you're saying? Pretty uh, much. Pretty much. I mean, you walk up to the man, and he's got scars everywhere there is to have scars. Like, I mean, it ain't like the dude is he paying. He hasn't even been paying... deathmatching for a year yet. Holy mm-hmm. shit. When he did the one with Pondo at the circus uh, with us, I think that was like his third one ever. Which which uh, I was going to bring that one up and say that was, to me, a coming out party. And that was unbelievable match. If you haven't seen it, go back on IWTV. 
actually have that ago. up. I have that up right now as we speak. Oh, you do? Oh, foot right now. I'm taking. I was watching that from the side, like from the side, with my mouth wide open. <laughs> that boy, the, he hit an artery on that one. It was squirting. <laughs> That's look, my, man. Uh, that dude bleeds like that guy bleeds like a son of a bitch. Like it's crazy to say, you know, he's a good bleeder, but man. If you're watching a hood foot match and he's not leaking, yeah. then there's something wrong. My favorite uh, hood foot moment, though, I'll have to say is when we had him with Vendetta in Chicago because it was his first time wrestling in front of his dad. And I actually went out and I looped around in the crowd and I watched the match with his dad, watching him wrestle for the first time and like hearing the response the crowd had to him and how over he was. Like, his dad, all right, first was shocked by what he was seeing because I don't think he expected his son to be going through panes of glass like that. But at the end, like, you know, uh, Hoodfoot was down on his knees after he won, and he's pouring blood, and he's looking at the crowd. The crowd is chanting his name. And I just watched his dad walk up and just raise a beer, like. Yeah, and yeah I, was there, I was at the show standing behind you, Chris, and the way to watch his dad, because I was, I was watching it too, and it was sort of like, what the? Fuck, and then it was like he went. By the end of it, he was into it. So yeah, it'd be a great moment. That, yeah, that those are the the little things, and to watch how far a guy like that come and just see what he's doing and every other promotion too. It's great. Hell yeah, we got comments in left and right. His dad was right in front of me, and I was the only one cheering for Tommy. <laughs> 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 He wanted to kick Don in the fucking head. (laughs) You know, I got to say, for a guy who doesn't get in the ring, man, Donald does not give a fuck when it comes to showing support for people. That's passion (laughs) right there, dude. Give zero. Give zero. That's why he's my dog, bro. Because he he follows his truth. And you know what? Like, God bless him and his family and whatever like that because, you know, you should be so lucky that you're loved that much by your parents. You know, like, and and the way that the kids are involved and that's, you know, that's, they love it. They're into it. And you see this throughout with some of the younger kids. We watch it with Josh Alexander's kid all the time. How great is it? I love seeing all the pictures posted. You know, like, to me, that's what it's all about. And it was real important as a professional athlete especially in Detroit where we had our kids young that we could, they felt welcome in the dressing room and we got to bring them around the rink. And then, you know, my son who's 25 now has relationships of his own with Chris Draper and Joey Kosher, Steve Eiserman, you know, that that's important stuff. And I, you know, that's bigger than life. And that's why, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge supporter of his because it's not easy a lot of times for anybody, but know that if you're following your truth and you're, you know, being a good person and, and that there's people out here to support you. I'll say this, man, you know, I wish I had, you know, not, not like I'm disparaging my parents at all. I love my parents. Um, no, but no. I wish I had a dad that took me to wrestling when I was a kid. Cause you know, to this day, my dad thinks it's silly. He doesn't even know I own a promotion. no but to the to your point chris that's right exactly and it's following and shared that love of things with me you know like like i really love seeing don and you know what one of my favorite things is popping that guy if i could pop don holland i know i did a good job (laughs) there you go (laughs) there you go because that's a barometer because there's no because there's no bullshit you won't. That there's that's where Don and I have in common. There's no bullshit, man. That's why we're Tommy's dad. Oh, let's <laughs> just figure it out. Okay, sorry. You just twenty three and meet yourself. I did. <laughs> hey, that man. sounds like a OnlyFans shit, Chris. They should be getting paid more. I get ten percent for coming up with the idea. no dude you're not lying i mean like that's something that's really kind of like hit home for me right because like we were literally um i was doing a podcast earlier shout out to my buddy whip who was out there with us in dallas you know we were talking about getting back from dallas from wrestlemania and um i'll never forget uh the first one i got to go to was the one here in detroit i went with my dad it was me my dad and my buddy travis now both of them have since passed and 
I'll never forget, you know, like going in there, like those moments that you have like that, you can't, you can't, you know, forget that. And it's like, it's crazy to think back, like, dude, there's so many things I got to see as a kid that you don't think about, you know what I mean? Until you get older. Mm -hmm. So like, definitely, um, it's great to see dudes like Donald that are out here, got his kids out here and everything. I already told my sister, I said, you know, I go to WrestleMania every year at this point doing stuff with the show and all that stuff. But I tell you, if there were ever a reason that were going to make me get front row tickets, if my nephew were to ever get into wrestling, that might be the thing that might make me not be a cheap ass. But I'm just saying. So I totally can uh, I can totally relate with what you guys are talking about. But, you know, another match I wanted to talk to you guys about on uh, the body count battle is, dude, I've really been impressed by Justin Kyle. I want to know what your guys' thoughts are on Justin Kyle and what he's got in store as he goes to defend that RPW strap this Saturday. Actually, as you can see uh, behind me, uh, I'm handing over his brand new strap he hasn't gotten yet. Uh, uh, we retired the old strap, so I get to hand it over to him uh, uh, as his first title defense at uh, Harpo's. DMAC got to see it in person. Um, I did. I, I got saw pictures that. with it. <clears throat> Here's the thing about the super fight beast. He's, heal- he's taking some time off. He's healed up. He's not worn down. He's hungry. I, I expect Josh Woods will have all he can handle. Just say no disrespect to Josh Woods because he's going to bring it too. This is going to be this is going to be the so let, let's just take it to the UFC um, fight like um right if, the, right. if the Paro and Hoodfoot is the death match fight. This is going to be a, a a brawl. But the thing is, Justin Kyle hasn't wrestled. Recently, he was banged up a little bit, I believe. I think he's ready to go. And once he gets out there, dude, he, like, I'll be honest, he, he's a good friend of mine, right? Like, I mean, I love the guy to death and whatever. But, he, but there's a switch that flips when he goes through that curtain that it takes a minute to come back. So, um, yeah, I think that he's – this is one time that I – wouldn't want to have to fight Justin Kyle. Not that I would ever want to fight him. <laughs> you know, so, every time, I, every time I put Justin Kyle in there, no matter I, who I put him in there with, he shows out. So, um, unfortunately, uh, uh, Schlack is not going to be able to make the show. Uh, he uh, injured his shoulder uh, wrestling Puff last weekend at uh, Circle Six. So, he will be wrestling Josh Woods at the show. You're um, talking about Ring of Honor Josh Woods? Yes. I fucking love that. See, now he's a guy that I've mentioned multiple times on the show. Anybody that knows and follows our show knows that we fucked with Ring of Mm -hmm. Honor heavy uh, with Shane Taylor and PCO and Mike Bennett and all those guys from Ring of Honor. I've been a big fan of Josh Woods for a while. So you just made me a lot more excited about uh, Uh, We actually just broke it here on your show. I mean, I I haven't heard anything about that. So that's I know. I'm that's why I'm saying I had to double check if my ears yet. were deceiving me. But first, I mean, man. don't worry. I can clip it and we can make the announcement for you. See, there comes already in the comments. Kyle. Yes, Listen, sir. man, I get Masada. You get Josh Woods, bro. Come on, man. We're boys. Hey, man, I'm, like, I'm with it, bro. You know, I listen to the show. Chris, <laughs> hey, Chris, Chris listens to the people. I do. I like it. Like I said, Corey, you and you've heard me as soon as I try. So Corey, like we said, isn't the wasn't the biggest wrestling guy. So I've had to kind of play catch up for him. Josh Woods was one of the first guys I pointed out when we started working with Ring of Honor um, to point out to him like, hey, this is a guy that you'll be up your alley because Corey is the big MMA guy. So I I was like, look, bro, Josh Woods is going to be up your alley because he used to train at American Top Team, all those things. Like I said, this definitely just made this match a whole hell of a lot more interesting. Go ahead, Corey. I, I know you had you had no bullshit hyped him up at least probably ten times to me. So that you're not you're not pretending on that one. Like I said, this match is going to be a fight. Justin Kyle was one of the first guys that jumped out to me when I checked started checking out RPW. Um, 
over the pandemic and all that stuff. And with our MMA background and all that stuff, when I found that out as well, you know, Justin Kyle sounds like he's right up our alley. So maybe that's one that I'm going to have to uh, make sure what happens. Hey, Nate, what up, though, in the comments? What up? <laughs> what up, Nate? That's my dog, no. man. No, what but yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. The thing about uh, Kyle is, is he doesn't wrestle a lot of places either. Uh, I've he's noticed that. Guys that that shows or is, is wrestling every weekend. He's choosy about his bookings, and and you know, it's like us, ICW, Mister Chainsaw, and I think Asylum, and maybe Paradigm. Uh, so when he comes out, he doesn't. He's he's coming out to play, not play games. He's coming out to fuck somebody up. And Josh Woods is the exact same way. So I I have a feeling that this is going to be murder in the ring. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it because I'm not going to hold you up. I'm gonna keep you. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. <laughs> UFC 274 is Saturday night. I'm kind of Jones and ready to see that fucking <laughs> shit on Saturday too. Yeah. And you just said that it's going to be Josh Woods versus Justin Kyle in the main event. I gotta. I mean, I gotta. I gotta see. I gotta I see how that shit. Made, oh shit! All right. Well, fucking a, dude. Got color me backwards, like I said. I'm not, we not gonna tell you the layout of the card. I'm just gonna tell you. No, no, happening. I got you. No problem. No problem. I got you. But no, UFC's late, isn't it? It starts at ten. Well, dude, I'll get you the Wi-Fi password. Hell <laughs> yeah, Gmax, look it up. We're gonna have we the fight on in the crowd. Hot damn it. Nate, that's why I said you guys got to come through hell, DMAC. We're going to throw on the fights after we get out of there, dude. We'll have a good old damn time on Saturday. I'm looking forward be, to it. That's going to be a Are you guys, a party uh, on Saturday. Hey, Chris, do you keep up with any of the fights, DMAC, either of you guys, with UFC at all? Well, I, I, do, when, I do when certain guys fight. Um, I got guys around me at Woodward Sports that are into it and stuff. I, I know Gaethje's fighting, and I always mm-hmm. want to know when he's fighting because he's actually yeah. Jackson. Yeah. This weekend, a huge pay-per-view. I don't, I just, with running a promotion and keeping up on on shows and stuff and like keep an eye on talent, I don't have the time to watch, to watch it. I just don't because I have a full-time job too, you know? Understandably. understandably, I I very much enjoy it when I watch it. Uh, But I I just can't keep up because normally, you know, wrestling I'm doing wrestling shit on the weekends, you know? Yeah, I'd rather Corey tell me, hey, check this out, check this out. This is worth watching, you know, because I'd rather – that's why I love Deathmatch because even the, the lulls are brutal. So, you know, like <laughs> a gusset playing to the arm is like a headlock, you know? Like yeah. it's like uh, – I, I don't know. So I'd rather Corey tell me, hey, check this guy out, check this guy out, just like we do for him with wrestlers and stuff. And I think, does that work for you, Corey? Um, Corey's Corey's corner, man. We just debuted his own segment with that. We gave Corey his new segment that uh, debuted last week. We haven't gotten to uh, drop it in the last couple episodes because we've been all interview-based. But, I mean, Corey, I mean – other than the obvious, we've already said Gaethje and Oliveira. I mean, on the main card, what do you think, uh, you know, what are you looking forward to on uh, UFC 274? Because, I mean, dude, that whole card from top yeah. to bottom is a fucking banger. I'm yeah, they did, a, they did a damn good job of building this one. I honestly would have loved to see a little bit more of a build, though. It, it doesn't seem like it's getting enough media attention for, for the amount of just banger fights that's across the board, both prelims, main card, even the early prelims. It it just doesn't seem to be getting the, the media attention in my eyes it deserves. You got, you know, the likes of Thug Rose and stuff defending her belt. Rematch against Carla Esparza. That, to me, is the number one fight that stands out to me. As much as I really love to see the Gaethje versus Oliveira fight, it's probably, like, my fan favorite, but... Thug Rose, man, I want to see if she can get that one back against Carla Esparza. I mean, that you're talking a fight that took place like eight years ago or some shit, and then to, for them to rematch back, the it was the finale of a tough season, and now roles are reversed. Thug Rose coming in with the belt. That, that, that one gets... See, now, fun, Cody, man. we already talked about this with Chris before the show. This is why you need to bring your ass with us to the show on Saturday, and then we're going to watch the fights either at the show or after the show hey, we might be on watching Saturday, bro. 
Corey, I'd be interested. I'd be interested because you mentioned the word storyline. And that's my favorite word when it comes to wrestling. But you mentioned UFC, and I know in the reality, right, the real-life storylines of whatever else, you know, is more gripping to some people, uh, right, than others, the fandom. I just wondered if you, as you get into the wrestling, if you pay attention to some of the storylines that who does it better or what, you know, you like, because it seems like I'm going to check out um, what you're talking about Mm -hmm. because that's the sort of thing that would interest me if, oh, okay, this is a good story. Now you mentioned Thug Rose. Yeah. Like, I know that story from being in the media and stuff. So, yes, to know she's fighting to get the belt back, and that's, you know, interesting. I just wondered if you see the parallel. Yeah, I definitely do, and to your point. Like, wrestling, that's the one thing that I've even noted a million times on the show, right? That's the, I enjoy having the characters that come on that do such a great job of building themselves up, whether it be just through the death match and the performance and the stuff that they're putting on in the actual matches themselves, or it's the behind the scenes stuff, all the work they're doing on Twitter and stuff, trying to build up themselves into that next level, you know, wrestling star. I definitely can see the parallels, especially when you're talking the way that, you know, certain matches play out and stuff like that. And then the way that two competitors will get in there against each other wrestlers and they'll they'll hype up this next match and it doesn't even necessarily have to take place like that's the thing with fighting is everything's predicated on when where who's you know like it's detail based with wrestling it's so like you get to really soak in your imagination and i feel like that's where the two differences really lie in my opinion is and not in a bad way i know a lot of people you know try to shit on wrestling or something because it's you know you you do use your imagination in certain ways but honestly that i feel like is the strongest thing for wrestling is the fact that you know you get to kind of get your wheels running on which which direction do you want this to go who do you want to take on who your favorite star is making his climb or he was making this you know gigantic rise towards the top and now all of a sudden wwe is not using him the way you like him so you get to talk all this shit about why he would be so much better served over here and mm-hmm. i definitely can enjoy I like options along those i like yeah. options reality yeah. or non-reality i love yeah. it before, that's why i love wrestling off, because we, we are doing a little thing come uh tomorrow just so we can kind of sum up the pay-per-view because we will be having a, a bonus episode as Corey mentioned yeah we will be live friday tomorrow night at nine o'clock and as i mentioned on our social media earlier today you know i was on uh the whip show and whip will be joining us uh tomorrow night to talk about not only ufc 274 but that's not even all we've got this weekend because mm-hmm. you've got bkfc but you've also yeah. got wwe's wrestlemania backlash on sunday so there's a lot it's of a shit busy, yeah, that's busy going on weekend. this weekend but go ahead Be- bellator and pa- paris as well i mean I, there yeah. ain't much to yeah. talk about off that one but just the fact it is a very busy weekend but the one thing that i did want to get across especially while i got you guys in front of me if there's one fight i feel as though that uh, beyond the title bouts right those stand out as always and deservingly so right it's got to be tony ferguson does he get this does he get that win back against such a game competitor and michael chandler you know like does he's a michigan boy bro yeah what what kind of fight do we end up seeing and it's just uh, gotta love tony ferguson man and el kakui man i i hope we see a better version that's that's all i'm saying is you think he gets the dub tomorrow I think he serves a lot better chance than a lot of people are giving him. Um, I think Chandler, though, is just at a better stage in his career. I, 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 that would be my only thing. You know, he seems to have a little less uh, miles on the uh, wheel. Shit, Chandler's taking some shots, too, man. That dude's been yeah. through some wars. I remember watching him fight, hell, years ago at this point at Caesars Windsor for uh, Bellator. Yeah. So, uh yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm definitely looking forward to UFC 274. We also, like I said, got uh, WrestleMania backlash. I mean, Chris, DMAC, are you guys uh, up with any of the, what they got going on with that on Sunday? Yeah, somewhat, you know. Um, <laughs> Loosely, I got you. 
<laughs> I like Chris's response. Uh, yeah, Loose I can respect sweet. that. <laughs> I'm busy, busy, you know, I'm fucking busy. You have no I idea know. what it takes to do these shows, bro. <laughs> I understand it doing with doing this shit. I say all the time. That's why I don't watch everything. <laughs> no, I do. Possible. I mean, I'm always. I like. I like RK, bro. You know what I mean? There's certain things that interest me, and but you know what? I can always catch it on the internet, on the replay yep. or whatever. I'm yep. not locked in. I'm locked into body count. That's that, what I'm looking for. Let's to, talk about. This card is so sick. Let's talk about that. Really I'm match, coming in. Sick. Well, I was going to ask you about that. So another match that uh, jumped out when you and I were talking before we did the show was that, you know, you were talking about the body count battle royal. Now, is this going to be like a normal, is this going to be like gauntlet style? Is it like a regular Royal Rumble deal? Like, what are we, uh, what no, are we talking out here? It's, it's, Nothing we do is regular, so it will be a Royal Rumble, but it will be um, a deathmatch Royal Rumble. Oh, oh shit. Um, I'm, I'm I, don't, I, want, <laughs> I know some of you guys have seen the full card. I, I don't want everyone being talked about because there's got to be our surprises. But, you know, we have a lot of our Detroit guys in there uh, ready to show out. Um, we got a lot of our uh, bigger names, some of our regulars that we haven't announced. We got we got some big names on this show that we literally uh, uh, have not even announced just because we want them to be a big surprise. So, uh, but as far as the body count, you know, we got people in there like legends, like Madman Pondo. Best guest of the show. Cutter. You know, uh, uh, you got your, uh, uh, man, uh, uh, your Dominic Garinis. You know, uh, we're we're not playing games in these streets on this one. Look, I, I know we haven't heard of- about everybody who's going to be in that battle royal, but I did hear uh, somebody on the internet a little bit ago that quote unquote said they have a big bag of dicks that they're going to be throwing around in that battle royal. Sporty might be my sleeper pick for the body count battle royal, man. The, the thing is, is it don't ma- matter if you can make them tap skiing on over the top. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he's gonna be in there too. We'll have to see how good Randy <laughs> taught him the stroke. <laughs> uh, it could be the I'm not gonna touch that with a foot pole. I, <laughs> when they say Randy's one of the toughest broads in the business, they're not fucking around. I, <laughs> Dude, I was wrong. there when she took that bump with Mickey. That <laughs> was Swartzy for the that win. Was man. So it's God bless her. I love her to death. But speaking of Mickey, Mickey's there she's too. She's tougher than dude. She's Steve Eisenman top, bro. That's a different I level. Her shake off stuff that made me cringe. You know, eh, whatever. It's not really telling us anything, bro. Well, Donald, he's from Ohio. Now that's another thing we can talk about on the show. Is Ricky Shane Page has got an open challenge, doesn't he? Yes, he does. I mean, I mean. Uh, We've seen Ricky Shane Page here, not only in Detroit, but you got to see him in Chicago, Corey, in the War Games match. I mean, Ricky Shane Page with an open challenge sounds pretty interesting to me. Uh, Ricky Shane Page, you know, uh, the man's always got a bit of a chip on his shoulder, and uh, I can confirm that all 440 will be there. So he he does have all his back. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he had something maybe kind of underhanded plan. You know, I mean, you can never – you never know what the hell that guy is up to, but uh, you know he has he he's been talking shit online. He asked for a microphone, and we said okay. So we'll see who steps on up and shuts his fucking mouth for him because I think he's t- talking shit in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, don't look at me. Don't look at me. I got other things going on. Corey, so are you stepping I, up? I love, I love everything about Fort What they've done. You want to get into a feud? Best feud. Last year was the H2O, in my opinion, Tremont and they, 440, the way they did that, the way that they told that story. I was like, opera. So I had much love for those guys. The Bev is like one of my favorite, just cool hand loop dudes. And uh, all, I love what they do. Now, somebody's got listed. I defended Detroit for a long enough time. I need it. Like 
Somebody else step up. And, and uh, I got to worry about my kid now. See, before I knew I had a kid, and Tommy, I got to worry about him. So it was easy. Now I need somebody else. So I'm just here to say I need help. Um, somebody else got to step up. Step up and shut his mouth. <laughs> Who well, been, well, you know what? Maybe he will. Listen, I got his head on bigger things. All right? I get it. Ricky Shane Page. He don't need that right now. He got Masada worried about getting scared by. He's not worried about the brain buster or the pan. He's going to get hit over the head by Murdoch. Or he's got to worry about the king, whatever the king wants to do with him. You know, so we got other things. Somebody else has to step up. Because I'm sure there's not. There's, there's somebody else that he peed off with his comments. Sure a list. I think there's there's a long line waiting to get to him. Hey man, I'm just saying, like, I'm a fan of what Ricky Shane Page can do in the ring, but I'm just saying I'm a diehard Go Blue fan. So I mean, anytime the four Ohio chance or fuck Ohio chance gets started, I'm not I mean I'm not I'm not mad at those things. See, you know, the way I grew up, you know, it was go blue this way. So I mean that just that naturally rolls off the tongue. So I mean, I'm just saying it's not it's not a bad thing. Now, that being said, Ricky Shane Page, you know, the door is always open if you want to come hop on the show. But I don't know, man. I'm Corey, you know, you're the the farthest one away on the wrestling end with us. After everything that we've said, how are you feeling going into the body count battle at this point? I I don't know about you. I feel like somebody's getting fucked up. Yeah, you guys have definitely built up anticipation for it. I mean, just the the couple of names that for for to their point, I definitely do the show as the MMA side. And for you guys to name off a couple of names alone that I am well familiar with, that alone shows me that you guys are doing as much as you can to bring in top-tier talent and put on top-tier matches. So that alone builds up expectation. And then you talk about all the the hype going into all these matches. Darren, you did a great job of hyping uh, me up at least. So I'm sure anybody watching feels the same. But yeah, it, it, the hype job was uh, done well, guys. Thank well, you. And Chris, what time are doors? What time are doors on Saturday? Doors are at 6 p.m. Okay. Hope Not only that, though, we haven't even talked about Alex Shelley versus Kevin Blackwood. It's dude, Alex face. Shelley is a fucking yeah. G, dude. We got a Motor City fan machine gun in the house. Yet you again. can't have a Detroit show without a Motor City machine gun. I mean, Man, you, you talk about off. somebody that Kyle has uh, talked nothing but highly about to me. That that would be another person there in Alex Kelly. Not only that, we got Matt Cross versus Atticus Kogar. All right. Now, yeah. pause for a minute. So I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't know what you were going to bring up and what you weren't going to bring up. Now, Matt Cross <laughs> is somebody that we've talked to. We just talked mm-hmm. to him a couple weeks ago. Matter of fact, Matt, if you see this, you know, oh, look what that mm-hmm. says. Um, I just picked that up over there at the BCWA show when he took on uh, Uncle Chase over there, which if you didn't get to see it, it was a fucking banger. So the fact that he's going to be on this card definitely just made me more excited about this. Matt Cross is definitely somebody that we need to have on the show. Here's a fun fact for you. So I'm standing in the merch line at WrestleMania night one. And first of all, how I didn't realize, I mean, you know, if it was right in front of my face, I should have figured out that Cody was coming, but that's neither here nor there. I was standing there and in the line, and there's a big ass, there's a big ass Dusty Rhodes fucking thing with the shirts like right in front of me. And then I look to my left, and directly to my left is Matt Cross looking at all the shirts and shit. And then a week later, uh, they announced that Chase was taking on Matt Cross. So like I said, definite Matt Cross fans over here. I definitely am uh, looking forward to see what Matt Cross has got going on that way, too. So, dude, you guys have made this card a fucking banger. So I just need Saturday to get over. That means all y'all that are going to come to the post office on Saturday, just please just come on with it. Let me sling your stamps and let's go. Because hey, uh, I'm ready to get it over. The historic with. venue itself, man. Booking Harpo's. Yeah. There you go. That's the other thing I wanted to Bravo, bring up. Bravo, fellas, because Harpo's a very historic place for, for the city of Detroit, man. And to have wrestling at Harpo's, always a plus right there. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Well, hey, let's call it like we see it, right, boys? The fact that that we were on at the GCW 
uh, event when it came back there to know that what uh, Rosie has done with that place, that it's not the Harpos we grew up with as far as even the the way that the parking lot is, the mm-hmm. surroundings and how much a part of the community it is. The fact that I love the venue. I love the fact that it's in, the, it, it's in my city and the way that the ring's set up and stuff like this. Like it's a perfect opportunity. Opportunity. So, so the fact to be able to help put an event on there is huge. Like you said, because it goes to the fact of Harpo's, and this is more to the fact of the love of what Rosie's put into it that we can have this because the wrestling it fits there. Yeah. Right. Like you know, you guys have seen wrestling everywhere. You see, the hardest part is to find a place. I've told you many times, my one of my goals when I get all this cannabis stuff straight is to build a specific spot that is safety for death matches with everything else. So you just come in, boom, everybody runs it. That takes time. But in that, till then, who's willing to, like Chris said before, work together? Because to, at the end of the day, when you can bring the best talent and they're they're pushing each other. That's what we've seen. That's what I see every time I go. Is these guys, these guys and girls push each other, and you see that in their individual stories too. And you see how, you know, like it's it's more of the compassion and the community thing. Mm-hmm. And Harpo's because of what it means to seeing Slayer there back in the day, or just for what it means to all of us in the area. I just want great spots to put great wrestling and look at what's come together. You look at this card. I couldn't be prouder. Not only that, yeah, uh, talk- from a personal standpoint, I, you know, I was a musician for 12 years and I played Harpo's like dozens and dozens and dozens of times. So to be able to, to apply what I do now, because I don't do music anymore. I, you know, I got too old for it. I'm, you know, I'm not in the shape I am to, to be yelling and screaming death metal. <laughs> to be able to, to apply what I'm doing now there, it feels like this like big round robin that like what I'm doing matters. And I kind of like did something here. And I, I'm very proud of what we're doing and uh, what DMAC and I have been working on to put on there. And I, I really hope that everyone comes out and checks out what we're doing. Because if you think you saw anything with any of our previous shows, this one's going to be the most balls of wall crazy thing you've ever fucking seen out of RPW, and not to mention that we're there with Circle Six and No Peace, you know? Well, that's one other thing I want to talk about before we get out of here. Um, Tell me a little bit about what went into working with uh, No Peace and Circle Six, because our good friend Lindsay Snow was just doing her thing for Circle Six last week, Mm -hmm. and she was telling us about that. And um, I I am a big fan of this. I talk about it all the time. You see it with MMA and uh, the way promotions now are starting to realize that against somebody like the UFC, they're going to have to basically combine rosters almost to be able to make big enough fights almost for them to be able to keep up in value with the UFC. Like with what we've heard with Cyborg versus maybe a Kayla Harrison or, you know, the people we've seen go from place to place Mm -hmm. or one in the UFC. The point I'm making is for you guys to be working with a circle six and a no piece and all that stuff. I mean, it brings different matchups and all that stuff. So what was it that made circle six and no piece, the right partners for this? And how do you feel about shows like this that are basically super shows that are ran by multiple promotions all in one fell swoop? Well, like I said earlier, you know, I've always been interested in, in working and growing together. Um, I think, I think uh, when, when somebody runs alone, you could have a great show, but if you like when your powers combined, you can make Voltron, you know, like uh, where someone may be weaker in one spot, someone stronger in the other. And when, you know, those things get together, you know, it makes for a much better product. And the, the way it all came together, I mean, it was kind of Jared and I from no peace. were talking for a long time. We'd always talked about doing something. And, you know, uh, when the Harpo scene came about, it seemed like a, like a natural fit. Uh, they hadn't been here yet. I wanted to extend uh, our hand and be like, hey, you know, come to Detroit. And then uh, when Circle Six got involved, uh, there, we have a lot of mutual wrestlers uh, that work together. 
And, you know, uh, he was planning on being there anyway just to support and uh, check the whole thing out. Like, he was flying in from L.A. for it. And we got to talking, you know, we're like, hey, why don't we make it the three of us? And that's kind of how it all came together. You know, it, it was uh, a synergy. So, you know, I went out last weekend and uh, I helped out the Circle Six show and uh, uh, checked out some, some things. And uh, everything was so great on that end. And I'm really excited to have Mike coming in with uh, with us for for Harpo. So Circle Six is uh, uh, I, I They've been great to us so far and no peace as well. So it's been uh it's been a, a great thing for everybody involved. Donald in the comments, it benefits everyone in my opinion. Definitely, dude. And that's and Absolutely. that's why, like I said, this card, this card has basically become like a super card. I mean, I think we've done a pretty much everything you can really do to uh hype everybody for this, but just to take it and end it in a lighthearted manner. So I had a few people specifically tell me they wanted me to ask you about this stuff, D-Max. So I'll leave it kind-hearted. So since we all know in Detroit we're heavy about our sports here, you know, where are you at on the Lions draft? And secondly, I specifically was asked to ask you, what do you think about uh, the Red Wings coaching situation? Okay. Lions draft, they did a great job. Um you know, they're excited. Uh, I'm real excited about Williams. Uh, keeps the lead. Nailed it back during the season, by the way. So, uh, during uh, if you haven't heard the clip, they, they cut a clip where he was talking and he nailed that they should draft Hutchinson too and move up to get uh, – he dropped Williams, um, the receiver. Uh, so – the fact that uh, I think they did a good job, I think uh, they still got work to do. Um, but, you know, uh, in Brad Holmes, we trust. It's, it's the same thing as hashtag guys are wiser plan. It's, uh, you know, one of those things that Steve Eisman said is that they regressed and it's time for them not to regress anymore. So I think that. What it showed me is that halfway through the season, I might have thought there was six guys, maybe seven guys that would be here for the new, you know, movement. Now there might be four or five, but there's so much in the wings. And you know what? No pun intended. And you know what? Whoever Stevie chooses is the right guy. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I that mean, with, pretty. Go ahead. <clears throat> With just the history that the Red Wings bring, I don't think they'll have any real issue bringing in top-tier coaching. And same thing with talent, man. Iserman showed at his time in Tampa that uh, he has a real good eye for talent and bringing in top-level guys. So once he kind of is able to implement his plan, I feel as though we may be seeing some playoffs for our Red Wings again well, very soon. What he's done well is he's positioned himself with a ton of draft capital and a ton of draft uh, – uh, cap space, so he can he can he actually can could make a move for two big names if he wanted, and you know what? When the time's right, I'm sure he will. Hey, Frankie, man, you know you're talking about smokers and need to be on the show. It sounds like you need to be <laughs> at uh that ICW show that we were talking about a little bit earlier in the show, man. Talking about smoke out and all that stuff. You know, once you come through to RPW, make sure you check that out when we get to the circus. Or um, come sa come Saturday. That's why I said once you check <laughs> us out this Saturday. That's what I said. Once you check us out Saturday, you got to make sure you come through to the circus. I, I will say it gets it gets real hazy around RPW shows. You know, it's a very friendly environment. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if I'm around, I have a cannabis brand. Yeah. <laughs> product. <laughs> it's like I walk in the room and. And people look at us and said, if it smells like weed, it's me. Unless it's bad weed, then we got to find that person because we're in Michigan and no one should smell like bad weed. You know, there are stories that we could tell from when we went to Monday Night Raw, but, you know, I will leave those for another time and another show. I'm still working on this. This is. I'm still working on the smoking section inside. I haven't got there yet, but we're working on it. Hey, you'll well, get there. You'll get there. You know I will. Bubble tents like they have outside the hipster bars. There you go. That's innovative shit right there. That's innovative shit right there. We you need that. You need that. 
this guy, the, uh, I smoked it on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. What, I have what's the direction that you guys are moving? I know last time I talked to you guys had all kinds of different uh, fingers in the pot or, you know, different different directions that you guys were taking it. Any big moves for the brand or uh, what's going on with uh, the, oh, the uh, cannabis brand? Still, uh, we're um, right now, we're still trying to figure out the best uh the best move forward uh so as far as my relationship with pincana i wouldn't say it's completely over but it's it's sort of ceased right now as i investigate other options so if you're interested in the darren mccarty brand um nick at darrenmccarty.com fill up his inbox uh, because I'm taking some time to figure out because at the end of the day, anybody who knows me knows that this is about the plant. And this is about getting the medicine to as many people as I can. And I firmly believe in the CBD, the roll-on, topical, the gummies, the CBN for sleep. And then for whoever needs the THC, the flower and stuff like that, we got that also. Um, so... Um, it's just trying to find the synergies, just like Chris is talking about in the wrestling world, about putting promotions together that work together. I'm trying to find what the best thing is. And here's the, I guess, the the good and the bad is I have to keep an eye on what's going on in the world as far as how it's moving now. We're getting closer to legalization throughout this country. Closer every day, so I have to. I understand that in what I've done in building the brand so far, the products that I do produce, um, it's so much more important to 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 not limit my options to the reach as it expands to other states. So the CBN, as Chris can contest to, because he's a guy that battles sleep, is the most important thing and the hardest thing for me. Right with my with why I had to reevaluate situations is because as an addict or as somebody that has suffered insomnia or whatever, you can't give me the antidote or give me something that works and then not make it available to me. So I can't I have, if if I have problems, then it's bigger than that. So I hope that answers your question. But good things are coming. It always works out. It's sort of like the storylines in wrestling. But the, the thing is, I'm always transparent about it. And right now, um, I'm in the middle of talking to a bunch of different people. So all good things to come. Yeah. Great to hear. Awesome. <laughs> good things to come. A banger show to come this Saturday. The body count is going to rise. And if you guys are new here, make sure you hit that subscribe button because, you know, the heat is coming from us over here at knockouts and three counts. Like I said, if you make sure you hit that subscribe button next week, we've got, uh, we've got even more good stuff coming your way. And with lights out, making that last show before they shut down the Delta Plex in grand Rapids, uh, we might just have the return of our buddy, Matt Frendo and Kenny, the boss cross before they step back into that cage. So a lot of good stuff coming from knockouts and three counts, but I just want to say thank you to Chris and DMAC for the time. And I can't wait to see you gentlemen this weekend uh at the body count battle and like i said we'll have uh you got to make sure you're following us at those socials because you'll never know what we come out of with there look forward to seeing you boys can't yeah, wait man out. we'll see you guys saturday that's gonna be a hell of a time hell yeah man i'm uh i'm looking forward to it so until then until next time and in the in-between time we appreciate your time peace <laughs>